Hey guys, and welcome to the Provokers Podcast, where we talk about things you probably should too. Today I'm joined by... Hey guys, it's Noah, or NoahDog54. And uh, I am Ethan, otherwise known as Flabzexy Gaming on YouTube or, or Twitch. And I am your amazing and handsome, I might add, uh, host, John, or Jeebens Feebens. So, like, how yeah, you guys I like how we call each other, uh, like, we call ourselves handsome because we know the others can't refute it, otherwise they, they lose <laughs> <Good> points. <laughs> Basically blackmailing. <laughs> like, you we're holding disagree? a gun to each other's head. <laughs> yeah, you want to disagree with that? Uh, yeah, that's funny. Um... But yeah, I've been uh, gearing up for Christmas. Uh, Christmas is not a week technically; it's more like it's 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 a week and a half, more like. Um, right. But uh, I'm gearing up. Presents are coming in. I just gotta. I once they're all here, I just gotta wrap them. Um, they're gonna be super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I love the holidays. I know it's a stressful time for a lot of people, um, but I've always had fun with it. Um, right. So I, I just love the I just love the, I just love the holidays. I love everything about it. I like the Christmas aspect of it. I like. Uh, giving people presents and seeing their reaction to it i love seeing that mm-hmm. um and uh you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like deny it but getting presents is kind of cool too right. um and then like seeing family especially is gonna be amazing because this year we're we're separated every other year we've been like sort of close by but this year we've been separated by distance but we're gonna be going to see each other um which is gonna be super amazing just uh see them again mm-hmm. um and uh, I'm going to be staying with my grandparents a little bit after Christmas. I don't know how many. I don't know how long yet, but it's going to be a little bit after Christmas, so I'm going to be spending more time with them, um, which I think is going to be super nice. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited. Nice. What about you, Noah? Uh, I'm just gearing up for Christmas as well. Got some presents on the way. Uh, I basically just got to do the same thing as you, which is just wrap them when they get here. Mm-hmm. And. Right. Other than that, uh, kind of boring week. Although I did come up with a concept for a TV show or a book. I'm not sure which yet, but I'm curious to see where it goes. I mean, the TV shows and books are kind of different. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what your idea is, but it's going to be like, it would it would probably sway in one of the directions. Because yeah. if it's if it's just a story, then that's going to relate more to a book. If it's like a if it's like a reality TV show or something, that's obviously going to stray more towards a TV show. Uh, no, it'd be more like a sci-fi TV show. Mm. I mean, you can do a book that's that sort of sci-fi story. Well, and also, I don't know if it, depending on how sci-fi it is, the budget would be immense because right. sci-fi yeah. anything, like In Space with Markiplier, for example, like that cost him that costed them so much money just to yeah. be able to have the effects of space and like all that stuff. So, depending on how sci-fi you want to get, it can be it can go up pretty quick. Right. Yeah, I might just go with a book so it's cheap. That's fair. Well, you'd have to you'd have yeah. to write it, or you have to pay someone to write it. Yeah, true. But if you write a book, hey, right, and it gets really popular, you can have somebody else pay you to make a TV show. Well, no, they wouldn't pay him to make it. They would buy the. They'd either there's two options. They either like uh, pay him to uh, to give them like the rights to be able to do that, or they just buy his the name right out. So, right, right. like, it could be like a. They could either hand him a contract, be like, "Hey, let's work for five years on like a movie and a sequel, maybe," or they'll be like, "Hey, we want to, we want to buy, let's say it's called space or something. Like, hey, we want to buy space and all of its assets. Um, here's a million dollars, whatever." So, yeah, there's 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 different ways to go about it. Yeah, but they they could also you can also deny. You could also be like, if you see the contract and you're like, "This is garbage. Why would I ever do this?" Then you can just not sign it. Yeah. 
And speaking of having people do things for me, how much you cost on fiber? <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Nice segue. Uh, it's if it's a story, it's different because I, I have a I have a short story gig, and then I have a like ghost writing gig, which that's more of a book thing. And I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I believe it's I believe for like. Um, here, John, stall for a second. I need to look this up. I don't uh, yeah, actually know the top yeah. of my head. I guess I'll, I'll deliver my small te- talk section while we're here. So, um, I mean, speaking of TV shows and books, my favorite book series is getting a TV show, and it comes out in like three days. Ooh. So I'm like super hyped for that. Um, and what book series is this? That, that's uh, the Percy Jackson series. It's pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah. The, the, it's already got what? critic reviews. It's apparently a 95 score, but critics are sometimes stupid and sometimes right, so well, I'm not going to listen to their, their opinions. Sometimes <laughs> stupid and sometimes right. That's yeah. hilarious. You know, if it's anything I've learned this year, it's that critics don't really fucking matter. Yeah, I mean... No, they, well, they matter in terms of, like, um, potential revenue. But in terms of like the, what truly matters is the audience because right. those are the people actually consuming it for enjoyment. The other guys, mm-hmm. like the critics, are looking at it like, oh, how does this? Because they they go into it with a bias. They're like, okay, what we need to look out for things that are bad because they they give it a one hundred and then they go down depending on how much stuff they find that's bad. Mm-hmm. And so they're going in with a preconceived notion like, oh, this is gonna be garbage. So of course they're gonna think it's garbage. Right. Um, but if if like the audience goes into it being like, oh, I think I'm gonna love this movie. It's gonna be great. Then you're gonna have a much better time with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. For okay. me, I don't really listen to either. I'm just like, if I like it, I like it. And if I don't like it, then I don't like it. And that usually isn't swayed too heavily on the views. Sometimes I look at the views and like, I totally understand that because this movie was utter garbage. Definitely needed a five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. <laughs> um, so that, to answer uh, Noah's question real quick, um, so there's on Fiverr there's different packages. So it depends on the package you want. It also depends on what extras you need. So if you need like commercial rights, so if you're writing a book, you need commercial rights. Um, right. But uh, yeah, so the so for five thousand words, which is like typically a chapter, um, well, I guess not all the time. Um, that's eighty five, and then you go up to ten thousand, um, which is one seventy. So it's you actually. Uh, Go cheaper there. You can also uh, save up to ten percent with subscribe and save, which I don't know. I don't use that too often, but apparently that's a thing. And then for the biggest package, it's uh, twenty five thousand words, and you also get free commercial use on top of that already. <clears throat> um, but you can also pick the one one of the previous packages and just buy commercial rights outright. Um, and then there's also the short story gig, which is like that. The max that goes up to is fifteen fifteen hundred words for thirty. So that's the max that goes up to. Um, but yes, that is that is an answer to your question. I, I had to look that up because I don't honestly, re- I didn't recall what the what they used to be. Gotcha. All right, thank you. I'll let you know later. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, John, continue. What were you saying? Some about the the thing. Oh yeah, but um, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for it. You know, it's got even like the the author who wrote the book on board with like part of the writing team, and the he even did a lot of the casting himself. So. Um, the chances of it being a good, opposed to the movies they tried to make of the series, which they made, there's five books in the series, and there's two movies, because after the second one, it was so terrible that they were like, we can't make more of this, so. <laughs> yep. Uh, hopefully it's better than that. It's not a very high bar, though. 
Nice, nice. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I mean, that's how. That's how. I mean, I. I don't. I don't think I've ever watched those, so mm-hmm. I don't really. Or not, you said it's based on a book series, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think I've even read the books. I. I I've read like I'm. I'm more into like sci-fi stuff. I don't know mm-hmm. what that book series is. Yeah, it's it's but, more of a fantasy, um, mythology sort of book series. So. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm into that sort of, but I'm also like more into like sci-fi stuff. So right, like that's space demons, uh, you know, anything else really. Space demons are pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Hey, you got any uh, headlines, Ethan? Uh, I do. Um, one of them is an interesting one, and I'd be surprised if you guys didn't hear about it yet. Uh, but Feastables, the thing, the thing uh, Mr. Beast runs... Uh, got yeah. sued because uh, there's a company uh, called D's Nuts, spelled D-E-E-S, um, and they basically specialize in just nuts. They have spicy variants, they have normal variants, whatever. Um, but they're called D's Nuts, and so when they found out that Mr. Beast had a chocolate bar named D's Nuts, called the the meme way, people were uh, they were like they were like, oh, we can't have that because they're too close. And unfortunately, the court ruled in the D's Nuts. Uh, the the company's favor, so now uh, Feastables has to change what the, what it's called, and I assume they're just going to call it peanut butter crunch or something. I don't know what they're going to call it, um, but it's unfortunate. So if you have if you have a uh, chocolate bar with the name D's Nuts, you might be able to sell that later on, on eBay for like a hundred bucks or something because it's going to be going away. Um, so stockpile them now, folks. Why you still can get all these nuts? Yeah, you can have all the nuts, all the all the nuts of many of many stores. Um, yeah. So there you go. If there's ever a time to buy Feastables, I guess it'll be now. Exactly. Um, and my last one's actually really... Uh, so that was sort of an unfortunate one, but this one's kind of cool. Um, you can actually... Uh, so if you like Gordon Ramsay, which I do, I like. Uh, I love watching his shows. I love, I've watched Kitchen Nightmares a lot. I've pretty much watched every season of Kitchen Nightmares. I've watched a little bit of Hell's Kitchen, not too much. I didn't enjoy that series as much, but I still think it's cool. Um, Hotel Hell is one of my favorites. A lot of the stuff he does, I like a lot. Right. Um, he also has really good recipes and stuff like that that I that I use even to this day. So I like him. If you do too, then you can actually get a chance to meet him in Miami at Hell's Kitchen itself. Um, and and not just like you, he's in the back like yelling at people. He actually will have dinner with you. Um, and it's a really cool experience. It's what's going to happen. So the way you enter, it's not you don't need to pay anything. It's just a raffle or whatever. Um, the way you do it is he has a game called Chef Blast, which I've actually been playing recently because it's actually a, it's a fun game. Um, it's your classic tile matching puzzle, but it has like cooking elements in it. So there's his beef Wellington. You have to like uh, chop up to to progress and stuff like that. Um, and so it's a really cool game. You have to be every ten levels you beat gives you one ticket, and you have a max of twenty. So I've already entered my twenty tickets at this point. Um, but yeah, if you want to be able to meet him in Miami, then play the game. It's called Chef Blast. It's available on iOS and Android. He did not pay me to say this because I'm not rich. Um, so, but it's just, it's just a really cool thing. And like I said, it's a good game. It's like one of the games I'll just uh, open because I'm um, bored at the time. It's really fun. Um, and like, like I said, every 10 levels you beat, I'm on to level uh, 150 at this point. Every 10 levels you beat, then you get an entry into the thing. Um, the, one, the one condition is you do need to be 21 years of age. Um, so, yeah, I've entered, but they're probably not going to pick me because I'm not 21. So that is the one downside. Um and uh yeah, but if you are over the, if you're 21 or over, then uh download the game, play as much as you can. The first like 50 levels, I mean, if you fail, I'm sorry, but you're stupid. Um, because they give you like they give you everything. And also, 
fun the part of the game that's really cool is they Gordon Ramsay voiced himself. Like they didn't get someone to imitate him or they didn't get like an AI or whatever. It's actually him voicing it. And if you want to be called a donkey, it's a really good experience. I mean, like, you know, um, if you fail the level, I believe he's he, like he says classic lines like, oh, that was rubbish or whatever. I don't know what he says. But one of the times I, I the one level I did fail is like, oh, what are you? <laughs> like he, he didn't say the end part of it. Um, but uh, it's obviously the idiot sandwich thing. But it's super fun. And like he's, vo- he's voicing, you get to design your own kitchen. So you get to do some um, home interior decorating too, which I personally like a lot as well. So yeah, it's just a fun game, and I recommend you try it. If, like I said, if you're 21 years of age, then you can even enter to meet him in Miami and eat at Hell's Kitchen, which is like he's paying for everything. So he's paying for the plane to get there. He's paying for uh, he's paying for the hotel to, that you stay in for two days. Obviously, he's paying for the dinner. So he's paying for everything. So like it's it's an all inclusive trip to go meet him, which I think is gonna be awesome. So um, yeah, I just want to spread the word about that because it's a it's only it's an event that's only happening for the next 30 days. So do it while you can. Um, but yeah, that's that's my headlines for today. Pretty cool. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah, it would be it would be even better if if you didn't have to be twenty one. I thought I was hoping you just had to be eighteen, yeah. which I'm like, yes, I qualify for that, but you don't. It'd be twenty one. Yeah. I I might just go download the game to qualify, but I probably won't get picked because I'm at twenty one either. No, but I mean, and like I said, if you like if you like tile matching games, and it's not it's not as it's not the same as other tile matching games because there's 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 different. Like I said, there's food elements in it. It's not just like oh, match tiles, you win. It's like you have to uh, chop onions, you have to chop um, beef wellington, which is his favorite dish. You have to, um, there's uh, steam, there's steam, the element of steam, where you like it starts to spread across the level, and you have to uh, make sure it doesn't do that. So there's a lot of uh, cool elements to it. And like I said, the best part is honestly designing the kitchen. I think it's really cool. I made my kitchen look like, a, an, like an old diner, like an 80s style diner, because I think it looks Ooh. really cool. Um, and yeah, like I said, and you can also join like uh, teams to compete in uh, events. It's just really cool. I, like I said, it's you didn't pay me to say this, um, but it's just really cool. So it's cool. Nice. I'll definitely check that out after this. Yep. So I guess we can get into our, our topic for today, um, which mm-hmm. is things that make us uncomfortable. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I guess I'll go first, as is tradition. Welcome, right? You know what? Not? Do you want me to take away phones? Oh no, no, no! I was just trying to say it's only right, host. All right, yeah, you better. I'm just trying to be nice. All right, all right. Uh, you know, but uh, one thing that makes me uncomfortable is I've talked before about like I I have arachnophobia, like pretty mildly, but it's like I don't like it. But other than that, mm-hmm. just like bugs in general, it's like get away from me. I don't like you. Plus, <laughs> have a fear. It's less of a fear of the other types of bugs. It's just like, uh, like ugh, I don't, I don't like it. Uh, it's like uh, like egg factor for you. Yeah, kind of, kind of like the egg factor. Oh, is. okay, yeah, I get you. It's like I I was gonna say this after either you won or Ethan won, but uh. I'm kind of the same way about spiders. Like, I just... Mm. Ugh, That's fair. I like them. Yeah, with me, I'm not scared of spiders, per se. Like, I'll even pick them up and put them outside, because I don't want them in my room. Um, but, like, I am I would be terrified of this. You know that spider in Harry Potter or whatever? I'd be terrified mm. of that. Ooh, that's just yeah. an abomination. But, like, nice. real... Yeah, real life spiders, though. Tarantulas, I probably wouldn't want to be near. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I'm not scared of them. Um, right. like I would just catch it and like, 
put it outside somewhere. Right. Not the not the tarantulas are uh, native where I am, but still, you know what I mean. Right. So yeah. I'm not scared of them. I just don't prefer them near me. I guess. Right. Yeah. Sense. I guess. I don't know why, but I am absolutely terrified of spiders, and I have no idea why. Well, I mean, some are venom. Some are venom- venomous. Some, like some can kill you. Not all. Right. Of them, like some of them can. Right. So, uh, no, the, the, the ones that usually can are in Australia. So. Right. Right. For, for me, right. it's like my dad would tell us stories about like his his encounters with spiders, and he's he's had a whole whole bunch of them that are like kind of. Not necessarily frightening on their own, but like just kind of disturbing. Right. It's like I don't I don't know if I, I feel comfortable because of all these these things. So is that Yeah. But what about yeah, you guys? What, what what other things give you as no put it, the ick factor? The ick factor. <laughs> well I guess that's what we could call it. Uh Ethan, I've got some, but do you have any? Um I mean, yeah, I sort of do, but I'll let you go first. All right, cool. Uh, so I guess one of the things that brings the ick factor for me is uh, snakes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but, but like for the longest time, I have not been a fan of snakes. Like even if there's one around me, I will run away like a little bitch. Right. Like I just don't like them. No, that's fair. For, for me, like snakes are pretty chill. Like. I don't want to be bitten by one, obviously, but it's like, um, I remember when I was a kid, there was, like, some sort of, I don't even know what I was doing, I think it was, like, Boy Scouts or something, but there was some guy Uh who had, like, a bunch of different snakes, and there was, like, this really big one that, like, they let us, like, hold that would go, like, all around your arms and around your neck, not, like, around your neck, but it was choking you, like, but on the back of it, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well. Where did you see this guy, though? Were you, like, in the back of a van or something, just holding snakes? <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he was just like, hey, you want to see my snakes? No, no, no. <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> no, it was, it was just, like, at, out in the open, uh, not in a weird way, just, like, I think it was his job. Like, he, he would go around, and people would pay, it would, like, book him to show off his snakes. I gotcha. So, like, a collector with a lot of snakes, and he just shows them off. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, uh, yeah I guess. with snakes for me, like there was there was a uh, time in middle school where they were having an event where like mm-hmm. this uh, animal expert came and they had a giant snake. Um, I wasn't scared of that because I knew it was trained and I knew it wouldn't do anything, and it was also not venomous, obviously. Um, but like, and I I even got to hold it. But like wild snakes. I would mm-hmm. not want to be anywhere near because they're they can oh, be yeah. venomous. And I saw this I saw this short the other day where this dude's mm-hmm. in the Florida Everglades and he's just like, Oh, look at that python. Yoink. And he just picks it up. Right. And I'm like, Are you trying to die? <laughs> like I don't exactly. get it. Yeah. And then he like the video continued and he like he saw an alligator and he called it a water puppy, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but he like goofed it on the nose. And I'm like Okay, either this Bro. video is mega fake or he's a psychopath. Because <laughs> right. like I can't tell, yeah. and it had to be because animals. You, I mean, even if you train them, they like they can still attack you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's it's like I it's so crazy. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, that reminds me of um, there was this dude who I forget his name, but I was watching him on on YouTube, and he was talking about this time where he was like 
with a bunch of other people and he's from florida so this might give some context for the kind of person he might be um but he was like with some other people and they were like all around this snake and he's like oh that's a water moccasin which if you don't know are extremely venomous and so he goes to pick it up and someone's like hey 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 that's poisonous and he's like no it's venomous and then he continues to go to pick it up oh yeah yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just strange. I don't. It's like, cause like I wouldn't want to be in that, cause there's like there's pythons. Pythons are terrible, um, and they're super venomous and stuff. It's like I, I want to be want to do that. And also, I've seen shorts of like people that are like, uh, they like they have sna- it's like a snake emporium or something, mm-hmm. um, and they have all the different kinds of snakes. And this guy's like, oh, this is a highly venomous snake that if it bites you, you're dead. And he's just picking it up, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I just ah, uh, you know, it's. Just murder, you know. If it's if it bites right. you, it's you're, that your life's over. You know, it's just like yeah. and he's just casually. He's not even holding the head to prevent it from biting him. He's holding the back of it, and I'm like, dude, right. at any moment he could turn around and just bite your face off, and it's over. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not taking that chance. I'm not either. That's fair. You know, every now and then I come across those videos, and I just look on and awe. Like, how the hell do you do this? And not get like crushing anxiety or something. Yeah. Because personally, I'd be terrified doing something like that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do it. Like, I want to go near that kind of crap. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, I had this science teacher back in high school, and I remember this one day we came in, and he was telling us that there are these hybrids of snakes. And it's because they're two different species mating with each other. But now they're making these, like, snakes that are hybrids of each other. And they're huge. And mm. apparently a lot more deadlier than the original two species. Nice. And they're in, they're, and they're in the Everglades. So fun. John? What? Hey, you got anything else, bud? I mean, yeah. Well, I think, I think it's opinion. my turn, Noah. You, right, you're not yeah. the host, Noah. That's John. Yeah, um, sure. Anyway... Um, so the, so if we're, if, while we're on the topic of like animals slash insects, I guess, um, I, the, so it's not, it's not a fear or anything, but I would definitely say mm. they make me uncomfortable and that is wasps. Um, they're just useless. Um, they are useless to nature. They don't really do anything except the thing they do do is horrendous because they kill bees. Um, mm. and, uh, bees are, bees are needed for, uh, nature to keep going. They're very vital, and also honey is like one of the best things for you. Uh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, wasps are just terrible. They can also sting multiple times, which I don't appreciate um, because yeah. bees, if they sting you, they're dying, I guess, which isn't good for them. But I mean, at least yeah. I don't get impaled twenty seven times. But with wasps, especially the aggressive ones like the yellow jackets or whatever, like the the mm-hmm. Asian hornets, those things look freaking massive, by the way. And it's just like yeah. they are like they have facial recognition, basically, is what I've heard from them. And that they, if you like attack them or something, they'll remember your face and will chase you. And they can really? chase you for like 50 miles. It's like, yeah, that just sounds well, like a demon. I don't want to deal with that. That sounds um, like a little tiny nature attack drone. Yeah. And, uh, and there's people breeding them. It's like you are literally going to cause a downfall of humanity. <laughs> like you are creating. <laughs> Hybrid species that are going to harm humans. Why are you allowed to do this? Um, but yeah, to me, they're useless to society. Every time I see a wasp, um, I try to get away from it and kill it. Um, and uh, in fact, one of the times when I was back in my old house, there would be... We had a wasp problem or something. Because every summer, there'd be at least a couple that would get in. And 
the one that got into my room, I heard this like super strong buzz. I'm like, what the frick is that? I turn around and there's this giant, it wasn't as big as like an Asian horn or anything, but it was this giant wasp and it was just sitting on my uh, light fixture. And so I slowly get up and slowly exit the room. And as soon as I exit the room, I go downstairs, grab a, um, grab a fly swatter and I go back in and it's gone. And I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> and I turned, I turned my system up because it was making a lot of noise and I needed to hear it. And I'm like, okay, I don't hear anything. And then I wait there for a second. And I hear this extremely loud buzz behind me. And I'm like, I turn around with like the, the quickest I've ever turned around in my life. And I just swing at it. And like I, I, like I defensively swing. I didn't even see it. I just swung. And I actually managed to knock it out of the sky. Um, but it wasn't dead yet because I just knocked it out of the sky. And so it flew back up at me. And I swing randomly sort of again. And I get it again, but he's still not dead. <laughs> and so he's 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 on the ground this time. And so I just I just wallop him. Like if he was he's straight from the top and I just walloped him out of out of oblivion. Um but when he went at me those two times, I was terrified. So I guess it's I it's not a fear of them itself, it's more a fear of getting stung, I guess is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. <laughs> but really like, you give him a Mike Tyson one, two, three. Yeah, basically. Well, because like my co- my coordination, I have to say, is like even the, even the doctor agreed that my coordination is really good. Even despite my eyesight being terrible, my coordination, my like depth perception, even is is like really good. So, yeah. Well, that makes one of us. But yeah, yeah wasps are useless in society. Yeah, yeah, wasps kind of suck. Like, um, I remember when I was a kid, it wasn't a wasp; it was a yellow jacket. Um, but I was like hanging out with my siblings. And, um, same thing with, like, they were tickling me or something, and, like, so I was, like, moving around a lot, and there must have been a yellow jacket nearby, because it was like, I don't like that kid moving around, and so it stung me on my hand, and, like, I don't know what happened oh. to it, but it, it must have flown away, and it didn't bother me after that, but it, was, it, it hurt. I bet. I've heard well, that wasp stings are somehow, like, the most painful you can receive. Well, wasps, normal wasps, are going to be they're going to be painful, obviously. But if you get near a yellow jacket or the Asian hornet, which unfortunately mm. is in the U.S. now, they used oh, to be just no. Asia. They are in the U.S. now. Um, I believe I'd have to look this up because I don't want to spread misinformation. I believe it's in the West Coast, but they've been slowly making their way towards the East Coast, which I don't love. They're after um, you. They're after me specifically, yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so like. They uh they used to be in just Asia, but if you get stung by one of those things, um, awful. You're you're gonna be in pain for a while. Um, I know Coyote Peterson. He's the guy that like gets. He's a mas- He's he's more masochist than Mark players. Um, because he yeah. gets like bitten by snakes. He gets stung for like science, I guess. So I guess it's not for pleasure. I guess it's for science. But um, yeah. like people said that his uh the his bullet ant bite was faked or something because like he reacted so heavily to it, and then someone got bit by the same creature and like didn't react to it at all much. But then I had to think to myself, well, people have different pain tolerances, mm-hmm. so he yeah. just might have a weak one. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, based on that scale, like if it's worse, because people said that the, the Asian Hornet's worse, but I don't know, I can't speak on that, and I never want to be able to speak on that. Um, but yeah, I've heard it's like, I heard of it, I, with the, uh, they call it a bullet ant, but I've heard with the, with the, um, the wasp, the Asian Hornet, or whatever, it feels like you're getting stabbed with 10,000 needles, <laughs> so that sounds ooh, fun. Ooh. Yeah. So basically, uh, like, so stinging it from it is basically like getting stung for a tattoo. 
Uh, no, because tattoos, like, they're uncomfortable. I don't think they're painful, though. Um, yes, but there's, like, a lot of needles. That's what I'm getting at. That's not the comparison to be making. The comparison to be making is, like, you're going to be stabbed ten, like with 10,000 large needles. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. we're not talking about tiny little needles. We're talking about giant, thick needles. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, all centered, all centered in one tiny spot. Ooh. Yeah. So if you felt uncomfortable just listening to that, then you probably have the same thing I do. Yeah, I think I do. I can take him. <laughs> I can, John just, we just like we we're on the beach and we just see it's like someone's uh, in the horizon. They're like batting and swatting away. <laughs> They're just screaming, and it's John because he's, he's tried to fight the like the the legion of wasps. I could see that. Just you, me, and John were on the beach. You and me were chilling. Now we just see John in the distance, just fucking swatting. Like <laughs> he's like, no, he's like running towards us. He's like, oh my god, they're after me! <laughs> Comes over to us, expecting help, and he's like, I tried to fight him. Turns out I couldn't take him. And then we'll be like, well, we told you, man, we told you they're deadly. And yeah. they don't even come after us, they're just only after John. They, like, pass us by. <laughs> they're just targeting him. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, he's bald, get him, that's a target. Yeah. Get him out of his head. Yeah. <laughs> get him out of the head, he Make can't stop us. It's like the Area 51 where he can't stop us all. Get him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think so we funny. safely call these nature's predator missiles. See. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I guess uh, moving away from animals that make us uncomfortable or insects or bugs or whatever. Um, I, I feel like a, a feeling, I guess, is like sticky stuff. I don't like it. Just oh, yeah. Kinda, it, it's not really like um, in the same vein as some like bugs or something, but I'm just like, oh, I don't, don't like this. Um, right. Which so... like, definitely wasn't always the case for me because I remember. Um, when I was a kid, when if I was doing like an art project in school, and I would get glue on my mm-hmm. hands. I'd be like, "Oh, cool!" And I would let it dry instead of like washing it off, and then I would like peel off the glue. Which I know some people do it more extreme, where they purposely put it on their hands and like uh-huh. rub it in. Which is like, oh, that's I don't know if I could do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So- with sticky stuff to me, like you know, I think of like when I'm eating and mm-hmm. it's like a super messy burger, or, it's, or I'm eating ribs or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. love getting messy with food. I don't like when it's right. like when stuff is dripping down my hand. I don't like ribs. I make an excuse for just because you're you're not yeah. expected to eat them pleasantly, right? Right. Um, yeah. Sort of same thing with wings. You're not expected to really eat them pleasantly either. Um, but especially with burgers, because I've had a lot of burgers that were like in a restaurant and the sauce mm-hmm. is just dripping down my hand, and I hate that. I have to get it off of me immediately. Um, mm-hmm. and then just the other day we had, um, uh, what were they called? Freaking bratwurst. We, we had, we had bratwurst sausages. Um, and I made, I, I skipped, I had one with a bun in it cause I wanted the mustard on it. Um, and the, for anyone that doesn't know, when you make bratwurst correctly, it should still be juicy on the inside, but super crisp on the outside. So as soon as mm-hmm. I bite, when I bite it into it the first time, the, the back of the sausage like exploded with juice and it all went down my hand, and I had to put it down immediately and grab a paper towel because I'm like, that's disgusting. I don't want it. Yes, um, yeah. So yeah, it, I that's not related to sticky stuff per se, but it's like the sticky stuff more related to ribs and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't appreciate like the like food dripping down my hands while right. I'm eating. You know, that, that's fair. That's fair. Right. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. Like 
I don't have the same issue with sticky stuff that you do, John, but I do get where you're coming from. But uh, I do want to ask, is it like, uh, if you were to get something sticky, say like syrup on your hand, is it that feeling of just having something sticky on your hand that makes you get that ick feeling? Yeah, it's like actually coming in contact with it. It's like, if someone else is, if I like see something sticky, I'm like, "Eh, sticky, don't want to touch that because it would feel weird. But actually like the the Mm -hmm. touch of it, the feeling of it, I'm like, ugh, don't like it. Ah, uh, okay. I was just wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I get the same way about like if I'm eating pancakes and syrup gets on my hand. Right. So yeah, I get you. Well, I guess it goes back to no then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's think. What would be appropriate for the podcast? <laughs> I mean, it's really not that hard to think of something for that oh, like wouldn't that. that wouldn't be bad. Uh, okay. Uh, personally, for me, when I'm visiting, like, say, a friend, and it's, like, the first time I'm visiting them, and when I go into the room for the first time, and it's a complete mess, that is just itch. Right. It's something I hate, because me, myself, I'm already messy, so when I go to a friend's house, I'm kind of, like, hoping that they'll be cleaner than me. So... Okay. Hang on, hang on a second. You're you're setting expectations for other people when you're not setting the expectation for yourself. No, no, I've been setting expectations for myself as if lately. Well, sh- yeah, but sure, but you're you're talking about like in general when you're you're saying you were messy and you would go over to someone and they they were messy too. It's like you can't expect you you're expecting something that you don't even apply to yourself. Mm. Yeah. So like, I just gotta say because like if you're if you were clean. And like you were spotless or whatever, then there then there's a reason to expect that. Right. But like, you know, when if you were if you if you were messy or whatever, and you go over to someone else's house that is messy, you're just you're in the same boat. You don't get to speak on that. Yeah, I don't really think that through. I mean, for me, it's like if I I'm not expecting anyone, like I might be a little bit messy. But if I know someone's coming over, I'll clean up. My so right. is that? But like, I don't want to be like, oh, you didn't know, you knew what, you didn't know I was coming over your mess. I can't believe this. Well, and we didn't choose this as a topic episode, but we're gonna do this eventually. Um, the the episode, the the topic is technically team versus team. Mm-hmm. And the way that mm-hmm. works is like team versus team, meaning like, oh, team life happens or team time saver. So team life happens is like, oh, if I'm if I if you're late, then it's just because something happened and like life life goes on or whatever. And then right. team time saver is like, oh, we don't have, we have limited time on this planet. We need to use it all wisely and like all that stuff. In this case, it's like team um, super spotless if someone's coming over, or team like, hey, this is my house. I decide I decide how it looks mm-hmm. um, like that kind of stuff. I'm more yeah. so on the team of like I decide how it looks because yeah. I'm not like I'm gonna make it, it like if it's if there's trash all over the floor and like that kind of stuff which doesn't happen but if that were the case and obviously you should be picking that up but like if someone's going into your house and checking it to be spotless then they're stupid <laughs> so because like it's not gonna be spotless especially if like for my house for example we have uh, six cats and two dogs so eight animals so we have eight animals we have seven people in the house so we're almost like a one to one ratio with animals and humans. So, like, if you come into this house expecting it to be perfectly spotless, then I'm sorry, you're dumb. So, like, I've, I'm on team, like, uh, shouldn't be expecting it to be spotless, you know? Right. I feel like I, I lie mm-hmm. on somewhere in the middle where it's, like, if I, 
Um, like if I have no, I have company over. Like I said, I'll try to clean up a little bit. But like I'm not like to the point where like, it has to be spotless, you know. So it's like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna have like dishes everywhere and clothes all over the floor. Um, but like I'm not necessarily gonna feel like it needs to be vacuumed or swept or whatever. All right. Well, I've got a better one than that. Well, you can save later. it for next time, or you can save it for uh, next time. It's your turn. Yep. Um, yep. for me, I still want. I'm gonna. Yeah, I, the with animals, I've already said my piece on snakes and wasps. Um, mm-hmm. which are really the only two that I'm not really pleasant with. Bees are fine because I know that if you don't attack them, they don't attack you. Right. But wasps are just like, ooh, a human murder. Hey, 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 they just go, I hate humans. But bees are like, what's up, bro? <laughs> like, I've literally had a bee land on my shoulder one time. And I was just, I just stood still. I didn't move my head or anything to scare it. And uh, it just flew off. So, like, they, they don't really care. Yeah. Um, but in terms of uncomfortableness, I'm going to say uh, when I'm having a conversation with someone, and um, whether it be, doesn't matter what the situation, it doesn't matter where it is. Like, it doesn't matter if we're in, like, the car. It doesn't matter if we're in whatever. And I have a, we're having a conversation and I say something and they have no response to it. Like not like not even an uh mm-hmm or like yeah or like whatever. They just don't even say anything to it. And then because oftentimes it just leads to silence afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. It's like it's awkward. Right. Um and so when I'm talking with someone and I say something and they just don't respond, then it's sort of like, okay, were they listening in the first place? Or like cause like when someone's talking to me, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. And like, I, I'll do it periodically because that's a way of telling someone you're listening. Um, right. And so when they don't do that at all, and especially at the end when I'm done, they and they don't say anything, I'm just like, were they listening at all to what I just said? Um, yeah. And like I said, it often leads to silence afterwards because I finished my thing and they didn't seem to respond to the thing I said. So like, we're both just sitting there in silence. Um, yeah. And so it's kind of awkward and it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah no, that's fair. So, I had a few conversations still like that, and I hated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sometimes like if it's over, like over voice call or whatnot. It's like sometimes it's like oh maybe maybe there's a bad connection, or maybe that there's there's this or that. So like there's ways of explaining, but like in person, it's like they don't say anything. It's like, did you did, were you listening? Like I, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about in-person stuff. Right. No. Uh, even if they don't, yeah, like, yeah. have any visual cues they're listening, like, they're not nodding, they're not, they're not like, looking at you, they're just, like... Uh-huh. Well, for example, like, there's there's been a lot of the times this has happened to me, we've been in the car, mm-hmm. and, like, obviously the driver has, like, other stuff to be doing, right. but, like, the other passengers and the other ones that I was talking to were usually, they, they would still not do anything. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, it just it just it just awkwardness lingers in the air for a while, and it's just really I don't know I don't like it. No, I feel yeah, like that's fair. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about like online stuff because there's like John just said, there's excuses you could do for it. Um, not yeah. that you should be making excuses, but like if something actually happens with your connection or something, then yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm talking about real life, whether it be in the car, at work, or whatever, doesn't matter. Right. If you're having a conversation yeah. with someone, you need to be actively engaging with it. Otherwise, what's the point of the conversation in the first place? Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Well, John, or yeah, because I go yeah. So John, back to you. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is like a, an odd one, I guess. So I don't know if it's it's super odd, but um, I don't like if I'm wearing a shirt and I'm just chilling and like I get water on it or it gets wet, I that makes me uncomfortable. 
Um, and the the worst case this happened in was I was at track practice, um, or crossing cross country practice, and mm-hmm. it was pouring down rain, and like all of our shirts were soaked. And it was just like it was super uncomfortable, and we really couldn't do anything about it, and it was just like. Well, it it sucked, and I didn't like it. And but on the bright side, when you like finally get to put on dry clothes, it does feel like way better than if you put on dry clothes. Dry clothes. Right. Um. With that, that's an interesting one because so what I typically do because I hate sunburns with a passion. Mm-hmm. That that's not like uncomfortable. I mean, they are uncomfortable, obviously, but that's right. just a thing I try to avoid at all costs. Because I'm basically white as snow. Um, but what I do when I go swimming, if it's an outdoor pool, because I, I stick, try to stick to indoor pools because I think they're better anyway. But right. with outdoor pools I've, I've been in, I always wear, you know those waterproof shirts that you put on? I always do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I can say that I have this because it's like after, like when you first get in the water, it feels a little weird. But right. as you're as you're getting used to it to, to to the water, you also start to get used to the, the shirt being on you, and it's also like not a f- fabric shirt. It's like a I don't know what material it is, but it's it's waterproof, right. so whatever that is. So yeah, I, I've I've had I've gotten wet from like stuff before. I wouldn't say it's uncomfortable. I'd just say it's a little inconvenient because it, it takes time to dry and stuff. But I can definitely. So are you talking about like little amounts of water? Or are you talking about like you get you got splashed on or something? Uh, it it, it definitely ranges like i guess maybe even little amounts of water because at one point um i remember my brother like spilled water on me and like was super super like unapologetic and uh, it was like all down not all over me but like on like the side of my shirt and i was like i don't like this Mm -hmm. this this is uncomfortable and my brother's like oh you're overreacting that doesn't that's not so bad i barely got you wet at all i'm like but it makes me uncomfortable (laughs) right yeah um, that is an interesting one, though. Yeah, I, I am curious though. If you were like say outside with a t-shirt and pants on, and it started like drizzling, would you be able to handle that, or would that be something that would make you uncomfortable? Like a drizzle is is fine because like it, it if it especially if I'm not out outside for very long because like it, it's not super bad. But if it gets to the point where like um it's partially soaked or or I, like you can tell that like I've been out in the water in, in the rain, then it's like that part that yeah. point it's kind of annoying and I don't like it. Yeah, it's true. yeah. Oh. So that's why that's why I say I can't say say anything about this one for me because mm-hmm. I I I could be out <clears throat> in the rain, uh, and the only thing I care more actually about my phone getting wet than my shirt getting wet. That's fair. Um, now yeah. if it's like if it's like storming, then I would want an umbrella, but like. I'm okay with just like walking because actually it's raining right here where I am, and we we it was raining as we were going uh, as we were getting back inside uh, from the store, and you know it was it was fine. I didn't really care because my phone was in my pocket. It wasn't it was wasn't raining super hard, so I didn't really care too much. But yeah, I think for me it would need to be I'm in a professional setting and I got wet. Then I would probably be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you're at work and like if you're sorry, actually better example if you're walking to work and someone spills coffee or water on you, then I'd Ooh. be uh, like pretty uncomfortable and also right. upset. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would definitely be upset. But uh, no, we're back to you, I believe, right? Unless John's still yeah. going with that. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. All right. Uh, so 
personally, uh, I don't know how this is going to sound, but uh, let me just say this. I love dogs, so try not to get the wrong idea with this one. But one thing that makes me uncomfortable was uh, when I was living at my mom's, every now and then I would get home from work and I would just fall onto the couch because it's been a long day, I'm exhausted, I'm sore, and I just want to sit on the couch for a few minutes and just decompress before I deal with the problems at home. Mm-hmm. What I hated in that time period of me decompressing so I could be ready to prepare myself for what was going to happen was when my dogs would come up to me and then just start licking me. And one dog in particular, he's a great dog, but he doesn't know personal space. So when I was decompressing one day, he came up to me, looked at me like a little sad dog, started licking my hands, then jumped up on my family area and licked me in the face. Did you did you just call it your family area? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I couldn't. I, think I, of... I called the child factory. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything better. All right. <laughs> yeah, we know we know what you mean. Um, yeah, I yeah, mean to, to build off of that too. Like, yeah, dog slappers. Like, you don't really you don't really want it. Um, yeah. Especially when you're when you're about to eat and stuff like that. I don't know what time mm-hmm. frame you were when that happened to you, but like. Like sometimes the the two dogs we have, like, and to to your point, no, I don't think any dog knows personal space. Most anim- animals don't. Um, like if you have cats, you know how often they try and follow you into the bathroom. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so it's like I don't think they have any personal space. But what they will do is like they will do that quite often. They will like lick you. Yeah. They will follow you everywhere. And but that's just because they like you. That's because they 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 treat you as their family and stuff. So I mean, right. it makes sense as to why they do it. But I I totally understand the whole like doggy slobber thing because you don't want it on you, especially if they're going ham. Um, yeah. And I think a lick here and there is fine. And I like with the dogs that we have, I allow I allow one of them to do it. Um, yeah. But it's just like a lick here, a lick there, and I I then I tell them to get off. Yeah, because like it's not a big issue for me. But the thing is like. I've been at work all day, and also, you don't know where that dog's tongue has been, like, at all. So, mm-hmm. you're kind of just letting whatever germs are on that dog's tongue onto your face or wherever. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you, like, that's why you, sh- you should be cleaning your face after that happens. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, just, just a simple, like, washcloth with, like, um, I mean, I, I'm getting into, like, the, the charcoal stuff, like, where you put charcoal on your face, because it's actually good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can even do you can even do like a method after that. I mean, that's a little extensive because all it was was oh, dog yeah. slobber. But like, if you happen to if you let them do it like in the morning before your routine, then you have an then it's another excuse to just do it. Um, but yeah, even a simple wash like even a washcloth with warm water kills about a lot of bacteria. Um, if you want to use soap, go for it. But yeah, it's, I mean, because like if if you're in the midday where you don't shower, then I, I would just do a washcloth. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, like, most simple thing to do at that point, so, yeah. But, yeah, d- dogs lick their butts, they lick each other's butts, uh, they lick the grass, they lick yeah, everything that would have bacteria in it, they lick, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they just lick everything. Yep, that's uh, that's what dogs do. Yeah. We wanted to see what everything tastes like, you know? Well, I mean, yeah. that's how we got salt. Someone licked a rock and was like, ooh, that tastes good. That's a tasty rock. That's a tasty rock, exactly. I'm trying to imagine what it was like when they found pepper. 
Pepper and natural? I believe pepper's natural, right? It's spicy rock. Pepper, peppercorns? I believe they're natural. No. Mm. Well, yeah. Um, no, yeah, they're probably like the... rock pepper. I think John's right. I think pepper does not come from rocks. No, <laughs> you need to look up what pepper comes from. Um, but yeah, to John's point, I think that that's exactly what they'd be like. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> Let's put that on something. Because yeah. um, back in the day, for when they first found it, they're probably like, oh my god, that's crazy spicy. We're going to die. But now we have like yeah. Carolina Reapers that like they're like uh, what is it like four million Scoville or something? It's crazy. It's I high. think so. And then I there's like I'm... Pepper X, which is a combination of Carolina Reapers and other stuff. So that's even higher. It's like people are trying oh, to murder yeah, themselves. Like, like, people are masochists with some of those things. Like, actually, <laughs> yeah. like I like spicy things as much as the next guy, but like sometimes it's like you, you can you calm down. You don't need to make it hotter. <laughs> Yeah, no, Carolina, Carolina Reapers like sauce or like Carolina Reaper chicken. That's the farthest I'll go. I don't. I, I'm not gonna just bite into the pepper itself. I'm not gonna try pepper X or anything. Um, yes, and I'm not gonna go for. I don't like the taste of hot sauce typically, and usually the spicier it is, the worse it tastes. So I don't go for that mm -hmm. stuff either. But if it's like uh, spicy chicken, right. I'll definitely try that because chicken's a great vessel yeah. for spiciness. And I'll never touch any of those peppers because I can no longer handle heat. At all, baby. Dude, babyish. I had, I used to have a spice tolerance that was high. I no longer do, and I cannot get it back at all. Right now, that, that's well, fair. The, the way you get it back is you build it. You don't just like you don't jump into Carolina Reaper or anything. You start building it. So you start eating like flaming out Cheetos, and you see like if you, if that's still spicy, you then just keep eating those. If you realize that, oh, these are nothing, then jump into like habanero flavored things, right. um, or even the habanero itself, whatever you want to go with. So you gotta you gotta build it because that's how I did mine. Like I have this, I have the spice talent, so like jalapenos are no, no longer spicy to me. Flaming out Cheetos are really good, but they're not. They're, they have a little bit of a kick. Um, right. And then the thing that starts to make me, um, like face, the thing that made my face red uh, previously was it was called the death sauce, and it was on a wing. Ooh. And now is the spiciest thing for me so far. Um, ghost peppers are spicy if they do it right, but if it, if the sauce is too diluted, then it's not gonna make me. Uh, it's not gonna make me because I, I I haven't I haven't found anything that's made me sweat yet. My face will get red and my nose will go runny a little bit, but I've never found something that uh, will make me sweat. I guarantee a Carolina Reaper chicken thing would, but I haven't tried that yet. That's fair. That's fair. I think I think I've got a hot sauce that might do it. What, what murder you? <laughs> like, what do you mean? We'll no, do what? get you to sweat. No, I, I only I don't try hot sauce. They just they just all taste horrible. I'm not even that's not even fun to me anymore. I want to I want to taste something and enjoy it, not taste something and just right. just do it for the spice factor. You know, it's a uh -huh. it's a really good one. Is it, it, it? It was one that they have as a sauce for buffalo wild wings, but they also sell it in stores, I believe. But it's like mango habanero. Which is so good. Like whenever I see it, oh. I want to get that because it's really tasty. We don't have the sauce. We have a seasoning that's uh, mango habanero. Nice, um, nice. I didn't love the taste of the mango in there. I'm gonna be honest. Um, mm. So because the the habaneros are already sweet by default. Like they're right. the the you get the first note, you get a sweet, and then after it's spicy. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't a huge fan of that. We also had like a spicy maple bacon one, and I I like the maple bacon, but the seasoning wasn't great. Right. Um, that's so it was just poor execution. That, I think that's how I encompass all of hot sauce. I think it's poor execution. I don't like any of it. That's fair. Yeah, fair enough. But, uh, so, so 
Noah's was or no, what was who just won? What were we on? Okay, how did we get? We, we were, okay, he was I think it was Noah because I think yeah, it's, it was me. It's, it's my turn again, right? Okay. Yep. Um. <clears throat> so, um, judging based on time, this looks like maybe our last one here. So, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say things that make me okay. So this one is going to be a little bit biased, I guess. Um, but I. I I don't like when I'm on when I'm either in a plane or I'm in a movie theater or whatever, and a baby's crying mm-hmm. um, Ooh, yeah. because it's 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 definitely uncomfortable to me because I'm just like I'm trying to watch this or I'm trying to like relax or whatever whatever I may be doing at the time, um, and whatever it is, it's supposed to be a quiet place. Like airplanes aren't typically quiet, quiet, but it, it can be quiet when it's taking off, especially if it's during the night because people are sleeping. Um, movie mm-hmm. theater is supposed to be quiet by default because you're I don't know watching the movie. Um, and we talked about this in a previous episode, I think of Pet Peeves, where I think it was either me or Noah that mentioned that if you're in a movie theater and you're watching a 13 plus movie and you hear a baby crying, it's like, why are you here? Why yeah. did you bring your baby? Your nannies are not that expensive. <laughs> like, they really aren't, though. I don't know. Like, it's it's stupid. Um, in this I case, know. though, like, if if I'm watching like Frozen and I hear a baby crying, like, I would understand a little, a little bit more. But the most recent yeah. movie I watched was, um, it was a uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. I, mm-hmm. I was in the movie theater. They're literally talk about being nude. Like, right. oh, it is a very heavily thirteen plus movie, and I hear this yeah. baby crying in the middle of like the intense part, and I'm like, "Are oh, you no. kidding me?" Right. And it wasn't just like a, wah. it wasn't a quiet way. It was like so loud I could barely hear the people talking in the movie. Oh, and remember man. the the they amp up the volume because it's a movie theater. I still mm-hmm. could barely hear what they were saying. And I was just Damn. like, "Are you kidding me?" And the mo- and whoever was there with them, whether it be the mother, whatever, who was there, whoever was there, refused to leave because they were they were in there the entire movie, and the baby cried almost the entire movie. They stopped near, oh. the, they stopped a little before the credits happened, but it's just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, because that was like, I, I had to rewatch the movie at home because I literally missed half of it because I didn't hear what the frick they were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just makes me uncomfortable because it's like it's really bad parenting because babies mm-hmm. cry when they want something and it's uh it's sort of a challenge to figure out what they want. But yeah. at the same time, don't bring them to a thirteen plus movie. Like right, I no. don't get it. I don't understand why like you bring uh, from certain ages is like if you're watching a kids movie like uh, like Frozen like you said like even mm-hmm. then like a baby's not gonna understand Frozen. And be like, oh yes, it's a very good movie. I see what they did there with that animation. I appreciate the artistic. Yeah, I appreciate the artistic style of this movie. So, like, mm-hmm. even if they they, oh, really? they like a movie in the in their home, it's more like there's just something happening. Whereas if in a theater, like, it's not really designed for babies. It's it's it's, it's odd to me why someone would think, hmm, yes, my baby would love this movie. Oh no, right. man. Like, in my opinion, just going to anything where it's supposed to be quiet, and then you hear a baby crying, just a mood killer for whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah well, and to that point is professional, uh, like, restaurants. Restaurants, mm-hmm. like, fine dining oh, yeah. restaurants, that's the word I'm looking for. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not talking about Olive Garden, I'm not talking about those places. Like, McDonald's. you kind of expect, <laughs> yeah, well, obviously McDonald's. Right. Um, but I'm talking about, like, fine dining establishments. Uh, like, Gorin's or Amazis restaurant or something. Yeah, sure. That I mean, I don't have I don't have experience with that one yet. But I mean, just like the ones I've been to, right. um, and the one time there was a we were it was we got into an area where it was sort of um, quieter. Uh, there was a bunch of old people near us, and old people were actually respectful, so they quieted down. 
Um, but like halfway through our meal, there was a family behind us. Mm-hmm. And I saw the waiter before the family got there. I saw the waiter bring out like a high I'm Like, oh no, why? <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, I was trying to tell myself, oh, maybe they'll be fine. Hopefully, they're fine. And um, the family got there. It was just like I want to say they were like one or something. They were still they were still young. Uh, they put them in the high chair, and then halfway through the dinner, they started bawling. They started crying their eyes out. And I, after like two minutes of listening to this garbage, I look over to see what the parents are doing. They were on their phones doing nothing. They were oh. literally on their phones ignoring the baby. And I'm like, first of all, you're the worst parents I've ever seen in humanity. Second of all, get your baby out of here. <laughs> this is a fine dining restaurant. The fact that they even allow you in here is crazy. Like getting a nanny is not hard. It is like there's entire, there's like three different websites that are designed to do that. And they're also not too expensive if it's for one night. Or better yet, get a, you want to know what a free nanny looks like? It's called your family. Ask your brother, ask yeah. your uh, cousin, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, hey, can you watch the, the can you watch our child for like two hours? And if they're a nice family member, they're not doing anything at the moment. They can be like, oh yeah, sure, why not? It's not that hard. All right, and yeah. I am especially uncomfortable when they when they literally just don't do anything to help the baby stop crying. And luckily, in unlike the movie theater scenario, this scenario ended with the this. Uh, I believe the manager had to come over and tell them, "Hey, you need to get the baby to calm down, or you have to leave." And that at that point, they got the baby to calm down because they were still the, before that they were just on their phones doing uh, fuck all. But right. yeah, so the I'm glad the manager actually. It was still like five minutes later, but it was still like people must have been complaining on stuff because mm-hmm. the manager came over and was like, "Hey, either calm down or leave." He was nice about it, mm-hmm. but that's I'm paraphrasing. Um, yeah. and after that they got him to quiet down but it was five straight minutes of just crying and remember it's loud and we're also right next to them so just imagine yeah. that while you're eating your dinner because we had our dinner we had our entrees at that point mm-hmm. um, and we couldn't even hear each other oh my god it was so annoying it's well, like bad, par- bad parenting just irks me in general but that, that those particular situations make me uncomfortable yeah like is it not even oh. paying attention to the baby like the baby is crying to the point where it's like you know, like, uh, being uh, obtrusive to the people who are, like, nearby. And the, the parents are just, like, on their phones. Like, they're not even trying to tend to the baby's needs because that's why they're crying. They're not crying because they're like, you know what's a good idea right now? Crying. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're like, crying because they need something. Whether they need to be changed, they need food, they need uh, whatever. Like, they're... They're just like ignoring the baby. So like that's kind of like mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it was it was so stupid. I mean, I was I was glad the manager actually did something. Um, with the movie theater though, I was I was really ticked off after I left because I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, I never got a look at who was with the baby, but I'm just like, you should not have been here in the first place. If you wanted to go see a movie, literally, because I, I think what I did see. Is when I looked up when the movie ended, it was only one person holding the baby, and I didn't see anyone next to them. So I think it was the mom. I think it was the mom. Um, and I'm like, "Where's your like? Do you have a husband? And if so, why didn't he watch the baby while you were here?" It's like right. I don't get it. So you know, uh, and like I understand life happens, but at the same time, you, like I said with the family member thing, and if they're all busy, then resort to a nanny for an hour. The movie was an hour right. and a half. You just buy a nanny for two hours, and then. Which I think would be because they they get paid. I think well, you decide the terms, and then they would mm-hmm. agree to them. So I guess whatever your price point is, so you even decide the price point. So like, I don't yeah. understand. 
Like, you're you're also paying to be yeah. there, so obviously you can pay for something to have have this child look be looked after. Like, right, it's... I, I get maybe, like, if they were a single mother, because, like you said, like, they were all on their own. So a single mother, like, why are you bringing your child to uh, 13 Plus to begin with? But also, like, there's, there's other things you could do mm-hmm. to look after this kid while you watch this movie that you so wanted to watch because you brought your baby there. Um, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I always think it's, it's odd to bring bring a kid into a movie theater unless they're, like... Yeah. Have, like I think the youngest should be, like, maybe three or four. Because at that point, they know, like, hey, I can't just be loud for no reason. Mm-hmm. No, I would... Well, and, to, and here's the thing, though, right? Is mm-hmm. with movie theaters... Um, especially like if it's a thirteen plus movie, they should be enforcing the thirteen plus thing, right? Because yeah, like, right. if there's literally they're literally talking about orgasms and nude in a movie, mm-hmm. like yeah. you can make the excuse the baby's not gonna understand. It doesn't matter. You should there's right. there's the age rating on it for a reason. Like there's mm-hmm. also kid there's also death in it. They might understand that depending on how old they are. Mm-hmm. So like, oh yeah, just, like, like for that movie in particular, or like a thirteen plus movie, obviously. You should be 13, maybe 11, maybe 12. But, like, uh-huh. at that point, you should be with a parent. So, like, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, you can't tell your, your 10-year-old kid they're allowed to watch this 13-plus movie. But they should at least be there to be like, mm, yes, I'm watching this with you. Um, right. But, yeah. yeah, no, I get what you said. Like, even the, the, um, the theater establishment themselves should be enforcing this because i i remember when i was like 16 maybe 17 i was i went to see it chapter two with my brother who it was an already movie but my brother was like 22 at the time i want to say so like he was old enough to allow me to see it with him so like it wasn't like i wasn't allowed to be there but it was like no one stopped me on my way into the theater. Like, they went to the bathroom yeah. while I went to just go find my seat. Nobody was like, hey, what are you doing here, kid? You know, 16. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Right. I, you know? We, we actually had, so me and Noah actually had a reverse experience. So we went to go oh, see, I think it was yeah. called Double Tap. Uh, it was Double Tap something else. Zombieland Double Tap. Zombieland Double Tap, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. It was actually a very good movie. I remember, uh, I remember the movie vividly. But I re- yeah. also remember this vividly. So we, so I believe it was an R-rated movie as well because there's swearing and I believe there's talk of sex yeah. and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But so it was an R-rated movie. But I knew when I, I knew going into it that it wasn't a super R-rated movie. It wasn't right. like there's literally sex scenes in it or anything. It was just they oh, were yeah. talking about sex. Which mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. at the age that we were at, we our, we talked about that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we walked in. I actually, so I got there a little early, but then Noah came in like two minutes later. His mom was there. Was that your mom that was there? Yeah, that was my mom. Okay, so yeah, him and his mom come in. Uh, his mom went off to the side to do something. I don't know what she was doing, but she went up to the side for a second. And then we go up to we go we try to go up to the concession stand, and the and the guy's like, "Hey, can I see your tickets?" And so we pull out the tickets, and we're like, "Here you go." And he notices that it's double tap, and I'm like, and he's like, "Can I see some ID?" And I'm like, I in, in my head, I'm like, seriously, dude, <laughs> like, do we Noah had a mustache at the time. I had one growing, mm-hmm. and so it's like. Sure, I can see because I was short, so I, I can see how he might think I'm uh, mm. like 13 or something. 
And oh. I, I remember vividly, I'm just thinking, can I make an excuse like to get out of this or something? And then I'm like, oh, I, I, even, I even said, oh, I think I left mine at home or something. Like, I wasn't denying yeah. the fact that I wasn't 18. His mom came over and was just like, I, I don't even remember what she said, but it tick, I know it like ticked him off because he like he was super like um what's the word I'm looking for? He was super like egotistic. Uh no, he was like super um bitter about it. I mean that's not the right word oh, I'm okay. looking for, but he he was you could tell he was super angry about it. I don't even remember right. what she said, but it was something along the lines of like, I, they're gonna watch this movie and don't try to stop me or so something like that. Whatever yeah. it was. Um. Oh no, no. I remember exactly what it was. He said, "Oh, then you can't watch or whatever." And she, she came over and was like, "Oh, I'm here to, I'm here to watch it with them." She didn't watch it with us, by the way. She just, she went. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't think she did. She just leave, or did she, or did she go to the bathroom or something? I don't know what she did. Well, um, can I ask you this? What? Did I ever tell you the reason why my mother stayed in the theater? I probably not. Is it safe to say on the podcast? It, it's safe to say on the podcast. Okay, why? It was actually to make sure we got to go to into the theater and watch a movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I know that part. I'm talking about, like, when we were already in there. I don't know if she stayed or if she left and, like, came back or whatever. Oh, no. Um, I think she left. Okay, yeah. So, like, but she, she came over very sternly and said, I'm watching this with them. Let them through or whatever. I, I'm, again, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly. But right. just, the, just the facial expression he gave was, like, bitter. He didn't even say anything. He just kind of moved to the side. Um... And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember saying to Noah while we were watching the preview for the, for the, for the like, it's the previews. They, they were in the movie. I'm like, dude, your mom just kicked his ass. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like destroyed him over there. His manhood's gone. Um, but, but yeah, just, she did not watch the movie with us. Uh, and it was a good movie. Like I said, there was, there's talk of sex in it. That was really the only R-rated thing yeah. I saw besides swearing, if you want to count that, I guess. Um, yeah. And obviously there's blood and gore, but I don't really count that. As, like, if you're okay with that stuff, I don't really count that as R-rated. So right. True. And but yeah, the, the blood. But yeah he, was, the blood. he was just super uptight about it. And I, like, that, like, with R-rated stuff, if, you, if you're if you about, because, what were we, 16 or 17? I think you were 17, I think Ooh, I was 16. Like, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I and so, like, so. I was super mature. Um, I can't speak for you, but, like, I was super mature, so, like, I, w- I knew I could handle and stuff. And like with that, I don't think you should enforce too much, especially with like that kind of stuff. He wasn't even the security guard. The security guard was off by the door. He didn't give a crap. It was just yeah. the ticket master guy or whatever. So, yeah, yeah he was super upset about it. But luckily, his, uh, Noah's mom shut him down. It was kind of kind of kind of impressive to watch. Um, and like I said, mm-hmm. I could you could see his soul leave his face <laughs> as soon as he saw her walk over. Um, yeah, yeah, we had an opposite experience because it sounds like no one stopped John. No one was like, "Hey, why is this like?" 15, 16, I don't, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but it was, like, around ninth grade. It was, I think it was, like, the beginning of ninth grade. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, I wasn't crazy old to be, like, oh, yeah, he's definitely allowed to see it on his own. So I was just, like, I got my ticket, and I just walked straight there, and, like, no one was, like, hey, maybe that kid should be walking straight into an R.A. movie, but whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, also, I, this thing I didn't tell Noah either is um, mm-hmm. I don't know if your mom complained because I never saw him in that theater again. <laughs> I never saw him. <laughs> I never saw that guy in that theater again because I went back uh, two months later to go watch something with my mom. I forgot what it was. Uh-huh. Um, but we watched something together, and I looked around. There was two other guys there, but I never <laughs> saw him again. Mm. So, so 
You want to hear the funny thing? What? My mom had a friend at that theater who just so happens to be a manager. Oh! Yeah. Well, <laughs> so what you're saying is we got him fired. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, right? Maybe, maybe. Here's the thing. He was a dick about it. I, I'm not telling you. Like he was, he was definitely a dick about it. He was like, "There's." I'm cutting out conversation because I don't, I don't want to put words in his mouth that he didn't say. All I know is, in between where he found out that we weren't of age and before his mom came over, he was having a like he was being a dick about it. So, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely say because you're you're supposed to have like. Like, you're not supposed to be a dick about it. If you're a security guard to be a dick about it, then you're still a dick, but at least you're doing a job. But that guy, is, the ticket master, like, sure, he can prevent us, but he was, like, he was calling us out. Like, there's, I'm not going to say anything because I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember him, like, being, like, talking down to us and being mean about it. So, yeah, with, in terms of that, like, the, the manager had a reason to fire him. If he was, like, just being like, yo, you can't watch the movie and being chill about it, then there wouldn't have really have been. But he was definitely being a dick about it, so. Yeah, yeah. I never right. saw him again, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Um, I think we've been to the theater recently, and I don't think I saw him. No, he probably worked. He probably went to a different movie theater or something. Um, yeah. but yeah, we went a little off track, so we probably got to end it, John. Yeah, uh, I was, I was going to wrap it up here in a second. So I guess we can announce the host. Uh, but not the host. I'm the host. We can announce the winner. Oh, well, we got... the winner is nobody because we pre-recorded the Christmas episode, which is next week, and I hosted it. So, like, so, it's, the winner is technically nobody. So the winner doesn't. Um, really you can matter, make me the winner if you want. But I, no, I you can tell us the points though. I mean, yeah, the points was Ethan at seventeen and Noah at nine because um, he just had really what? weird X. Like, you didn't, lose, like, you didn't lose any points. You just had a lot of weird things that were like I don't know. He's a, he's a point for that. He's a point there. Oh man. Here's a point for that. Here's a point there. Okay, so it doesn't really matter anyway. But yeah, because, well, I mean, if it makes you feel better, Noah, you hosted the New Year's one, which comes after the Christmas one, so you're fine. Um, um, but because yeah, we, we recorded the Christmas one because uh, we weren't going to be here for Christmas Eve, first of all. Um, and then we also won't be here for New Year's. So we pre recorded both Christmas and New Year's. Um, so those are going up. Uh, so Christmas will be the day, it will be after Christmas because it's the Friday. So that's just how it works, I guess. And then the New Year's one is also after New Year's. So we're, we're a little... It's also because they land on a Monday this year, which is a little unfortunate. Um, but you know how it is. So... Yeah. But I'm I not going to do a winter speech because, uh, like, it's it's the Christmas episode next time, which we... Like, I hosted, but it was really just a celebration, so... Mm-hmm. And you're home. What? Fuck you. Okay. Little bald bitch. Okay. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope we provoked a conversation, made you laugh along the way. If you want to find myself uh, over on Twitch, you can find me at Jeebins Feedins, also on YouTube. You can find Ethan at FlabsXE Gaming on both Twitch and YouTube. And uh, he's also on Fiverr, which you mentioned. Yep. And then NoahDog54 on Xbox. And, um,. We got the Patreon, if you want to check that out, um, only if you want to, where, you know, you can check us out. We have multiple tiers that allow you to get special rewards and perks. We, we have tiers that range from $1 to $100. Each tier have different perks. And the higher tier you buy, the more rewards you get. When you become a member of the Patreon, you get access to an exclusive Patreon-only Discord server, so we can hang out there and chat about 
uh, Noah being mean to me or me being bald or Ethan's silly game shows. Um, <laughs> and you also, we have the, the extended cut episodes, so you can definitely check those out. Um, those are like, you pay a flat rate for those instead of a subscription. So yeah. Um, with all that out of the way, we'll see you guys next time.